Dude, I'm so sleepy. Wake the fuck up. This is going to be a good show. It's going to be a bad show. It's okay. The sun is shining but we stay inside. All my people out at night. Staying looking for a better life. All my people out at night. But I'm going to walk out the light. All my people out at night. Staying bad till we're alright. All my people out at night. Hello and welcome to Bruce. Tuesday podcast episode 414. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the stupid, sexy Flanders of podcasting, <laughs> Tyler Dryblad. Hey, everybody. Or should I say, howdy hodily, everybody, or whatever the fuck he says. I don't know. He's too sexy. Screwed up my mind. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Big two man show. Two man show for the holiday. Woo woo. Woo woo. And so it's going to be a dumb show filled with dumb stuff. Like all the stuff we're talking about basically is dumb. So are you looking forward to getting real stupid, Sam? Not particularly, but I don't really feel like at this point I have any other options. That's true. That's true. You don't. Uh, I know you're used to going last in the beer reveal, but. I'm, I guess, as the, you know, as the host, I feel like I can't go first, so I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Okie dokie. I have seasonally appropriate for this uh, Independence Day record, Diebolt, I don't know how to pronounce this, Joyo Noel, J-O-Y-E-U-X, Noel, yeah, with dots over the E, of course. This is a winter beer to guard. With cinnamon sticks and orange peel. The reason that I'm drinking it now is because I've had it since it was seasonally appropriate and I've been avoiding drinking it. And it's kind of just game time. There's something at the back that I really don't like that like reminds me of anise a little bit, but I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess it reminds me of Malort. Like that, like, burnt grapefruit peel right. flavor. And I guess there is orange peel in it, so maybe that's what I'm getting. But it's like, it's a lot more, there's a lot more bite to it. I, like, sometimes orange peel in a beer can be refreshing, and this is very much not that. Yeah, no, I don't like how this tastes. <laughs> okay, well, that's, I mean, that's the... I guess the most basic review you can give, right? But also maybe the most truthful one. The most honest one. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I have Victory's Barrel-Aged Berry Tart Monkey. So they're Sour Monkey, which I think tricked me one time. I thought I was buying a Golden Monkey, and then surprise, it was Sour Monkey. Well, now it's getting even trickier because they have uh, put it in Cabernet Sauvignon Oak Barrels for six months. And then uh, added strawberries to it as well. So, a whole bunch of stuff going on here. That sounds very interesting. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes, and. (laughs) Uh, So, it doesn't look very much like anything. Shit. Um, So, like, I had another... I've been having sours recently, and, like... I had one that was real purple and, like, a greenish one. This looks like any other old IPA. Oh, did I say it's, like, 9-something percent alcohol? It's, a uh, 9.3. Um, so that's just shy of the original, I think? Yeah, I think the original is 9.5. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, this looks like basically any old, any old beer. I mean, it's a little... It's not cloudy. It's a little opaque, but it's not, like hazy or anything like that uh head went away pretty much immediately oh this smells like wine absolutely smells like cabernet sauvignon that's that a, bodes poorly it's sort of a two-pronged thing though because it's like well good job barrel aging you've succeeded at your task that i really wish you wouldn't have done right yeah i don't i don't like red wine i don't really like white wine either in fact we like shrimp well, to keep my levels, of course, to be healthy, you know, I have a little white wine when I have my shrimp. Of course. Uh, but I feel like I, you know, I don't really like coffee. I have room for one acquired taste, and it's beer. 
I have room for many. I, I, you know, I drink coffee. I drink beer. I'm friends with Tyler. Lots of acquired tastes. <laughs> wow. Speaking of acquired tastes, this has a lot going on in it. Okay. It definitely has red wine flavor in there for sure. So up front, it's like, I've just drink. I've just had a cab. And then it's like, oh, nope. Surprise. This was actually the Sour Monkey. And then you're like, wait a minute. Sour Monkey never had strawberries in here. So I can pick out all the things that it claims, but like, it's it's kind of noisy and intense. Does that make sense? It does. It it does make me feel like though, there are nine people in this world for whom this would be perfect. Would yeah. be the most the best tasting beer imaginable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't hate it, but it's like a little overwhelming. And yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot. This beer is a lot. There's there's much going on in here. Um, not too much going on with our articles, though, as I mentioned. Let's start off with our first stupid, stupid article. Uh, I mentioned that it was, you know, the holiday season. Uh, the fourth was, what, two days ago or something like that? Yes. I didn't do anything. Did you do anything for the fourth? Uh, no. I Well, I, I, did, I did something on the third and then was behind on all of my weekend chores and tried to do them on the fourth. And then instead, you know, there was a baby there. Right. I can, no, I completely didn't celebrate this holiday. Uh, cause I, I worked, um, on the third at a park, which was very busy with people there for the holiday. So I was like, Oh, and then I had off on the fourth, but I was tired from all of my stress. So I just didn't do anything. Also, I hate America and I'm a communist. Oh, neat. So, you know, what are you going to do? I'm not actually a communist, but um, I do hate America. Uh, Paps doesn't, though. Let's go to foodandwine.com. PBR actually made a 1776 pack of beer. PBR, known for uh, their 99 pack of beer sold in select cities, uh, has upped the ante to celebrate America's birthday. They have created the 1776 pack. Uh that's how many beers are in there. It's equivalent to ten and a half kegs, or seventy-four cases of beer. Obviously, I don't read these ahead of time, so I'm kind of just skimming as you go. There's a line here, and so this 1776 pack is equal to an even seventy-four cases of beer. Coincidence, or were founding fathers big drinkers? Probably both. What about this would be a coincidence? The fact that it, it's an even. 74 i think nothing about this nothing about this is yeah i guess they're like wow isn't it crazy that it comes out to the way we organize beer today and it's just like yeah numbers are numbers i i was thinking about the numbers are numbers element of this just because of the uh how you would shape the box right like you know 30 packs and 24 packs are common because uh those numbers are are easily divisible by other numbers like 24 is 2 times 2 times 2 times 3, and mm. 30 is 2 times 3 times 5. So you can, you know, when you have that many numbers that you can multiply together to get your, your thing, you can uh, kind of remix your shape a little bit. So it's convenient that 1776 uh, is 16 times 3 times 37, because then uh, that's 16 you can break down a bunch of different ways. If Independence Day was originally in a prime numbered year then they wouldn't be able to do this dumb gimmick that's true or it would have to be like one by whatever number and it would just be right that uh stupid christmas stocking except <laughs> it would be a mile long yeah i yeah so convenient yes coincidence not really that's not that's not what a coincidence is um but you can't buy this unlike the 99 pack which for some reason is on the market uh this was given to like just some select content makers uh four partners the beer chilling specialists at igloo coolers skateboarding podcast crew the nine club comedian ali makofsky and the michigan emo band hot mulligan all right <laughs> Does Hot Mulligan sound like a sex act that someone would tell you is a thing, but, like, no one actually does it? Uh, I'm pretty sure I heard about a Hot Mulligan in, like, yeah, middle high school or something like that. Yeah, it's on Urban Dictionary. Absolutely. 
uh, yeah, hot mulligan is when you uh, you just bang like a golf. What do they call it? The the hole, the golf hole. I I don't know if there's a term beyond hole. I tin cup. I think they call it a tin cup. Isn't that what, you, why that movie's called that? No, he was practicing by hitting it into a tin cup, wasn't he? I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't know. Me neither. Golf so is I dumb. Fuck, I don't give a fuck about golf. Uh, but I think it has something to do with banging the golf hole. Um, it is both too wide and not deep enough. It would be terrible for sex. And not if you're a little tuna can. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, like, if you had, if you were stacked like a uh, Campbell's cream of chicken soup can, that would be perfect for you. Other than the fact that it's dry and outside. <laughs> sure yeah other than all of the other drawbacks it <laughs> yeah. would be great yeah stick your dick in there <laughs> uh yeah so so only four crews i guess have this also who is ali mikofsky and how did they just become one person to get this very confused gotta gotta google this person uh probably they they do a bit about pbr or something i don't know that would make sense. I don't know. I can't tell who this person is. Uh, lady comedian, I think. Oh, yeah, here she is with her 1776 pack. I'm sure there's a reason, and I'm sure this article is not smart enough to tell us what it is. Uh, can we talk a little bit about 99 packs? Sure. Just because you sort of offhandedly said, like, it's dumb and shouldn't exist, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, it is a novelty thing. Uh huh. Um, but I was thinking about the effects you could have if, like, if you and I showed up to a party. Like, imagine we showed up to a party, and um, you were a few feet ahead of me. In your left hand, you were holding the like. I assume there's some something to hold on to on these. It's a long because <laughs> okay. it's a long pack. Right. You, you have that, and I and I have the back end of it. And uh-huh. in our right hands, we have a six foot party sub. And we roll into a party like that, like... Just doing damage. I'm just saying, you could do that, and then the rest of the night, you could just slap people. And you're still, like, <laughs> you're still a hero for the whole night. Right, 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 right. Um, that's true. And I guess there is a certain person that that would work for. Uh, but I hate going to parties. <laughs> oh. And now, is that because of the n- not having friends thing? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like if you had friends who'd uh, want to go to their parties if i had friends i would go to their parties yeah but like at best the last i don't know 10 years i've known one person at whatever party i've gone to you know at best and it's always back like, <laughs> well yeah sometimes or like some rando other friends that i've made who i'm not that close with like i went when i was selling weed to that frat house uh like, I went to a couple of their parties, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I hate it here. I don't and, know any of you guys. And were those business trips? Well, I mean, I was, no, I was selling them weed, and then they were like, hey, also, we're having a party. You should just come on by, because they thought I was cool or whatever. But, I don't know. Like, I didn't really know them, and I don't like frats to begin with, and it was just a bunch of people I didn't know. I was like, give me my money. That's all. So, yeah, if I knew people, that might be better. And now, as things are opening back up, have you considered trying to make friends? I'm not going to make any friends in Delaware. This place is a garbage hole. But I have started kind of thinking about um, where I would like to go. Uh, you know, I've just been moving kind of like for jobs to random places and such. I figure I should probably make a plan. You know, do some recon trips, spend a couple long weekends someplace. Uh, I feel like I'm getting too old to be just moving around willy-nilly. i got to pick a place and settle down. With your uh, girlfriend that you've been dating for 14 years. I think this year, I think August will be 10 years. Feels longer. Yeah. And uh, do, you, do you have a short list? Not really. I, I, I kind of just started working on it. But like, uh, I don't know. I got a couple regions that might be good. You know, parts of the Northeast I like. Parts of the, the Great Lakes region. Colorado area, that sort of stuff. But I don't know. That's why I said I got to go look at these places because, like, you can read about it or whatever, but I want to go and and take, you know, three or four days and, like, walk around and see what it's like. 
And would you look be looking for somewhere more urban? Like I know, obviously, parks and cities don't necessarily go together, right. but there are some there there's some situations where you could be like fifteen minutes from a park, a state or national yeah. park, and like be still sort of in a city. Yeah, I, I'm open to whatever in that regard. I think Becca would like to be someplace a little more urban. She's a cool girl, cool city girl. Uh, I don't really care that much, but I couldn't live in like New York City or like Chicago or LA. You know, Does, are like, that's just too that, big. It's too much. I I do have a creeping horror of cities. It's just there's such a concentration of people that we have to extrude them into the sky. It's it's I don't know. It's weird and uh, like darkly sci-fi. Well, then DC would work for you. That's true. It's all flat. Because none of the buildings sucks. are oh allowed God. to be taller than uh, the Washington Monument. Yeah. It, DC sucks, though. Like, the whole Mid-Atlantic kind of sucks real bad. It's just so humid. Oh, my God. And also, it's all going to be underwater in, like, 15 years. So there's that to take into consideration. Yeah, come out to the Midwest, baby. Well, that's what, like, the Great ten, Lakes region. Ten years know? off from beachfront property. Yeah. Ann Arbor, Michigan might be nice. I don't know. Ann Arbor, Michigan does seem like it would be cool. I, like, I've never been... But I kind of get the impression it's just because it's a a college town that it would have similar vibes to Madison. And I like yeah. I liked Madison when I first got here, and I'm kind of sick of some of his bullshit. So Ann Arbor seems like it would be the same thing, but fresh. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. So maybe I'll take a long weekend out there or something, and then actually have something to talk about instead of just pure speculation. Well, if there's anything in uh the madison area you're welcome to stay here if you don't want to sleep <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah i don't know i i would obviously uh like theoretically be interested in living in madison because i would be close to my best friend in the whole world yeah um plus i'm here time, no well i i mean i i was assuming me... you were talking about zach no <laughs> okay <laughs> that's funny uh but it just seems it seems too snowy. It's crazy snowy. It's crazy here. snowy out here. It's too but much. I assume Ann Arbor's similar. Yeah, pro- I don't know. Well, maybe they get that lake effect snow. Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably. Uh, I don't know. You want to talk about something else here? What do you want to do? Well, yeah. I mean, we can. It just feels like uh, we have these two man episodes so infrequently, and no one's listening anyway. So I feel like I should uh, talk real life with you a little bit. All right, hit me. No, I mean, I feel you know we. I feel like we we just did a little bit. Maybe we'll do a little <laughs> bit more later. That's all right. Okay. I'm not trying to force it or nothing. I'm just trying to let sure. it happen. Smooth as eggs. Yeah. Uh. So, God's dead, right? <laughs> God's still dead. You saw that movie, right, with Greg Kinnear? God's still dead. <laughs> you know they made a God's Not Dead too. I haven't seen. Yeah, it with yet. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Uh, Which is some crazy shit. It's very funny. It's actually speaking speaking of the the. Uh, non-existence of the dd uh uh so when my folks were out here a couple weeks ago uh like my dad really likes to have deep conversations with me like it was sort of a it's sort of like a an unspoken tradition that over on yom kippur when we were both fasting we would play a bunch of chess and like Mm -hmm. talk about life and like Mm -hmm. talk about the deep shit right um and then when I was in college and not home for Yom Kippur, just, like, on breaks, he would, like, try and force a deep shit conversation. He wants to replicate that magic. Yeah. So we, uh, when when they were out here a couple times, um, he and I would walk the dogs together. Uh, and so that was a perfect time for him to, to talk to me about deep shit. And he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's so transparent about it. <laughs> he knew it was coming. He, I think one of them he opened with, so, Sam, do you think you have a good life? And I was like, Christ, Dad, I don't know, man. But we we talked about religion some. He, he sort of offhandedly said that he didn't believe in God. Uh-huh. Uh, which isn't a huge surprise, but, like, I kind of thought that he did. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, it just made me wonder, like, how, like, when did that happen? Like, is that in the last couple of years, or mm. did he never believe? And, because and I did for a while, uh, uh-huh. and, like, 
And, I, like, I still don't know if my mom does. She goes to church, so I have to assume she does. But, mm-hmm. um, and, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Because it's not, it, like, that, even that type of big question doesn't really affect people's worldview that much, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a strange thing to not know about someone who you're so close to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, do you know if your parents believe in God? I mean, they, I, I don't. You know, I've never asked them that question. Uh, they both consider themselves Jewish, but the thing about Judaism is that, like, it's not just a religious question, as you know. Cultural um, question. Right. So, I I don't know. I think they have some spiritual beliefs, but I'm not sure that it would align with, like, you know, the orthodox definition of Judaism, even though they consider themselves very much Jewish. Right. So, that's a long way of saying kind of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But speaking of the big man upstairs, um, so this is another personal thing that happened, I guess. We're just doing content after content after content. Yeah, I made you uh, pull an extra article, and we might not uh, even end up using uh, it. We might not even need it. And that would be fine. So, Becca and I went to her cousin's wedding last week. Which, which was interesting for a number of reasons, um, one of which was the theme was uh, an Italian Christmas in July. So, so I already have a lot of questions. Uh, sure, sure. First off, I've never been to a wedding with an explicit theme. Uh-huh. How do they, like, was it just that there I don't even know how to frame this. Did it say, like, on the invitation, our theme is... <laughs> Or did you just hear this based on a rumor? Was there a banner there? Like, when when I went to prom, the theme uh-huh. was essentially knock off Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. When I went to prom, my theme was sluts. Cool. Cool. <laughs> but, like, it, it said, like, uh, prom 2008, touring yeah. Tortuga. And I was oh. like, oh, God. But but they announced that. Yeah. So I, how how was this announced to you? How was it communicated? Uh, there was. It didn't say like our theme is, but there was something on the invitation about it being an Italian Christmas in July. And then so it was a very Christy wedding. And again, I haven't been to too many weddings, um, but this one was I felt quite Christy. And like they did like a like a Christmas type mass, if I believe. Um, and they had a bunch of like no. churchy Christmas songs the during only, the wedding. The only Christmassy thing about that yeah. mass was the fact that there were Christmas songs. Well, there you playing. go. I thought there were like Christmassy hymns and shit. That is exactly what I just said. Well, I don't know. I don't, a hymn and a song are roughly the same thing. I don't know. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so there was that. And then like all the decorations at the reception were quite Christmassy, like tiny little Christmas trees on tables and wreaths and stuff and i don't know if an italian christmas is an idea i know what a white christmas is right it so is it just it was christmas themed and also it was italian stuff or is an italian christmas a concept again something you would find on urban dictionary that no one actually does i said the music yeah because becca's trying to Star Wars music. Oh, we're not talking about that right now. Well, that's what I was trying to remind you. Oh, well. Pardon the interruption. The rude interruption. I was going to cut it. It was your choice to acknowledge it. (laughs) Uh, But um, I don't know. I don't know what the Italian part. I mean, they are Italian. She is Italian. She's Italian. But I didn't see too much Italian influence. It felt more like just a Christmas in July. I was expecting these Christmas trees to be hung with, like, sausages and pepperoni and stuff like that. Uh, That did not occur. And to just, like, be greasy? Right, exactly. And for me to hate it. Right. I was trying to get you there. Yeah. Um, But, uh, so I'm not really sure what the Italian influence is. Or if there's, like, a specific Italian Christmas. I think there is. Is it, is it Italy or Spain that has the weird little pooping dude for Christmas? There's a country, and they, they do, you know, like, people do, like, these little Christmas, like, decorations. Uh, well, they have, like, a little figurine of a pooping dude, and they hide him in the decorations, and it's, like, a cultural, like, game to find the pooping dude in the Christmas decorations. Three Stack says maybe Denmark. Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking of. 
I, I was thinking of butt plug Santa. Oh, no. I, pfft, you don't have to Christ. tell me about butt plug Santa. That is a, that is a very strange sculpture. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, n- uh, pooping, so, but there's no pooping, dude. I didn't see a pooping. Maybe I didn't find him. I don't know. Did um, I was too busy waiting to be assaulted. Right. Did anyone get drunk and say, did you know that I refer to my face as my lap and would you like to sit in my lap? I don't know. That... So, uh, I didn't see anybody. No, that's not true. I did see somebody get really drunk. Um, one of the, I think it was like one of the groomsmen's girlfriend got shmammered and uh she did not ask anybody to perform oral sex on her the way you just intimated um but she was spilling and falling and it was something else i've definitely been a huge mess at a party before and had to like feel deep shame about it the next day (laughs) but I don't think I've ever done that in a situation where I w- got dressed up all nice. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done that at, like, somebody else's event. Does that make sense? Well, I kind of feel like every event you go to kind of becomes your event. You know, you just sure, have that, sure, sure, that right. magnetic personality. And that je ne sais quoi. Right. Right. No, but, like, yeah, sure, I went to like a random party at a frat house and got really, really drunk or whatever. But yeah, I've never like gotten absolutely thwacked at like a bar mitzvah or a wedding or yeah. something like that. Man, we're so, such yeah. good people and we're better than everyone else. So I agree with that. But um, no, overall it was, it was an interesting experience. I mean, I'm glad we went, I have no problems with Becca's cousin and I'm glad she got to see him and like her brother and some other cousins, I guess. Mostly she saw her cousins. Now that I'm thinking about it. So, yeah. And Overall, not so bad. And were you able to stay away from her folks? For the most part. Did you have to do any icy, like, hello, I hope you are well type stuff? Yes. Yes. That was probably super fun. Always uncomfortable. What are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing Nothing is the answer. Yeah. You're not going to do anything. But, uh, yeah. Were there gifts? That's my only other thing. That... The Christmassy thing. There no gifts. I mean, were there gifts? I you get wedding gifts. Oh man, people really should have wrapped them in Christmas paper. I didn't see any of that. But that would have been funny. It would have been on theme. It would have been on theme. Yeah. Uh, also, he's a big Star Wars fan, so um, they incorporated a lot of Star Wars music in interesting ways that I also appreciated. But I'm like, dang, now I can never do that. This wedding, it's a little busy. An Italian <laughs> like Christmas in July, and also their Star Wars things. Yeah, it's like my drink. A lot of notes going on. Yeah. But yes, let's now let's do another article. We've okay. talked about enough stuff, right? Yeah, sure thing. All right. Uh, we're going to do another stupid article. This time from bendbulletin.com. Now that's a useful robot. Heineken Cooler follows you, carries the beer. Heineken has come up with uh, a new weird beer-related machine. You know, we've talked about, like, beer cans that play video games and, like, the cooler that plays video games. Well, now Heineken has a robot that will follow you around holding beer. Um, It's called the Beer Outdoor Transporter, also known as the Bot. And uh, it it will use AI and cameras to uh, follow its owner uh, across mostly level surfaces. This website is extremely bad. <laughs> oh? I haven't been able to look at it. Really? Yeah. It, uh, oh, it's because it wants me to give them money, I think. Oh, that's weird. It did not ask me to give them money. Oh, it's, is it the hang on before you go? There are like two layers. You got to click the X twice. Uh, well, when I clicked the X, it uh, sent me back to the home page. Oh, I don't know what to do about that. But um, I think if I load it in incognito mode, it'll stop being so mad at me. Yes. It's because I had a, have an ad blocker. I didn't like that. Sure. But also, wow. Yeah, this... Man, you wonder why journalism isn't really a thing anymore. It's just... there's it's This webpage is 75% ads. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
New Japanese invention? This looks like a knife. I'm pretty sure that is not a new invention. Sorry. Wait, where is this? It's, I want to see this knife. It's one of the ads. Um, Damn it. I'm interested. Hold on. Let me... I don't want to talk about the robot anymore. Um, yeah. It's it's husk with two U's. Husk. Husk knives. Let's let's check it out. Oh, this looks like shit. <laughs> is that not a good knife? I don't I don't yeah. really know. I don't it looks stupid as hell. If if you're gonna have a kitchen knife, why do you need the spider hole like that? The answer is you don't. If you wanna um, like spin it and then put it in your holster and look cool. Sure. sure. But yeah, so this thing is it's about knee high. Uh, it has six wheels. Like I said, it can go over, like, grass and dirt and concrete, but it can't go, like, really off-roading too hard. Like, this is good for a lawn or a sidewalk, basically. It weighs 70 pounds, so if you do need to carry it somewhere, uh, don't. And I think it holds – how many beers does it hold? I can't remember. Is it 12 beers? Maybe. Is it refrigerated? Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole, that's okay. the whole dealio. Um, so yeah, so this is d- dumb, but um, but as far as dumb novelties we've done on here, it's not that bad, I would say. Uh, I th- I think in in contrast to the ninety nine pack of beer plus uh, six foot sandwich I was talking about earlier, this is the type of thing that I think if someone had this at a party. I wouldn't be like, whoa! I'd be like, ugh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, would it uh, impress you to know that you can control it with an app, so it can follow you or you can send it around places, and that it can travel 15 miles between charges? So, being able to send places is good. I, I'm, I'm curious exactly how precise you can be, like if it's yeah. like an RC type of functionality. Just because it would be good for tabletopping fools. Yeah. Well, my mind went to a much worse place. Could you put a bomb in this thing? <laughs> I mean, it would keep it icy cold if you did. Like, so, I'm just thinking. Like, this is pretty small. If you were a bad guy, and I'm not Mr. FBI man, for legal reasons, this is all a theoretical joke on a hilarious comedy podcast. Like, could you put a bomb in this and then direct it into, like, or onto a runway or something? You know? I mean, I would think or you could into, do... into a bank? You could probably just do that with an RC car, though, couldn't you? For a lot cheaper? How big are these RC cars that you have? How big are these bombs that you need? That's a good point. I just, like, I... All I know about C4 is stuff from video games and movies. But, like, a brick oh, well, of C4 okay. looks like, a, if a movies are to be believed, could take down a building. And Well, no, sure. I mean, yeah, if you had, like, military-grade weapons, yeah. I'm thinking, like, Timothy McVeigh style. Like, mixing up some furt. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah, I'd just be better and get C4. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. If, if I'm not mistaken, all you have to do is hit down B when you're playing a snake. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I should just put my snake costume on and uh, problem solved. Uh, why do I even need to put it on a remote control car, though? I have a, a launcher. I could just fly my little explosive right, right in there. That's right. Snake. Yeah. I don't know how much this costs. That would also be a big question for me. Uh, $3,250, it says. No. No. That's the Piago Fast Forward. Damn. Idiot. I just, um, it was up. Like that, the the that uh, my cursor just was already on that figure, so I just said it out loud. Uh, another that is another robotic tote machine, essentially, but it's not this one. So I imagine it's in a similar ballpark. Probably. Which just makes me feel like if someone brought that to a party as a like check me out, I'd be like, could you not just like give a bunch of money to yeah. a homeless shelter or something? Elon Musk has one of these for sure. I think Elon Musk has two of these and he makes them fight. <laughs> yeah. You know Musk better than I know Musk, clearly. You're the Musk whisperer over here. Are you are you excited for Jeff Bezos to explode in space by the way? 
this uh this like weird mini space race is very strange to me and like i don't particularly enjoy richard branson as a person yeah but i find myself a, a, a hugely in favor of what he's doing which seems to be Oh, I want to undercut Jeff Bezos for shits, and and it's like, yeah. all right, well, you seem like a huge asshole, but you seem like less of a huge asshole. Right. So, yeah, you you show him. The problem with this whole thing is that space is objectively the coolest thing there is, and it's really on like a long time scale the only thing that matters. And so, I'm desperate for us to get back into space, but I'm just super bummed that the people leading it right now are just like the worst fucking people out there. You know, it's like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. And it's just like, Oh God. I mean, perseverance is out there on Mars doing his thing, throwing its weird helicopter in there and shit. That's pretty Oh dope. wow. Cool. We landed another rover on Mars. It's so awesome. It's like, yo, I have rocks. Check them out. And I'm like, I'll check those out. I'll check those out in like 12 years where we put another rover down to pick up the rocks and bring them back. Fucking stupid is what I'm saying. Look, I, you're going to get me heated. going to get me heated, Sam. I'm boiling over. The vinegar's coming up. Uh, yeah, I'm hmm, got to cool down, but I'm just, I'm really, I'm really bummed that it's just all these douchebags that are like leading the new charge into space. It's, it's such a bummer. It's because they have money. Well, yeah, I know, but, like, NASA could have money if we didn't suck so hard. Oh, yeah, we suck so hard, dude. Imagine imagine if NASA had the budget that the Army has. No, imagine if NASA had the budget that the Coast Guard has. What we could do. You know? Yeah, we should just build a wall on all of the oceans so we don't have any coast to guard. <laughs> Whatever it takes, I guess. <laughs> If Donald Trump was like, I'm running in 2024, and my only platform is that we're going to settle Mars, I'd be like, well, sorry, women and Mexicans, I guess I'm voting for Donald Trump. I mean, he was hugely in favor of Space Force. Yeah, but Space Force is dumb. Yes. Yes, That's, it is. I don't want to go fight Mars, you know? I don't want to go up there and shoot the rocks or whatever. You're trying to be Bobby Draper. Sure. It's from, from those books you recommended. I read them so long ago, yeah, Sam. I know you did. You're going to outpace me. Tell me when you get past the one where they're on a weird planet. Dog. Dog. All of it is weird planets. You know that, right? <laughs> that's the whole series. Okay. that's. I guess that's fair. What were we talking about? This article is dumb. Was... What's all next? Right. Let's close it. I don't know. Do you have anything to talk about? Or should we do another article? Uh, I don't know. I mean, um... I mostly try and save this type of thing for uh, my other other podcast, Bjorn to be Wild, but uh, the baby crawled today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, her only desires at this point seem to be finding trash and dog toys that we don't want her to touch. <laughs> like, we'll even put... Uh, Emily was testing her. She was like... Uh, across the room with her guitar and because the baby likes to touch her guitar and she's like come get the guitar and the baby was like not really that interested yeah and like she has all these toys on the carpet and she's like doesn't want to go from one toy to the other toy she just wants barley's toy and it's like you don't even understand why you would want bacon and also that is not bacon it's a bacon flavored scented and shaped dog toy but you want to touch it it's probably because it smells like bacon. Do you have any other scented toys? I mean, the dog toys are mostly scented, but they're not scented. There you go. I've just, solved, I've just solved the mystery. They're, they're scented sufficiently strongly for a dog, not for a baby. Well, maybe you have a superpowered baby. Well, aren't all babies superpowered in the eyes of their parents? No, most of them are not. Oh, okay. I would say no. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Space Press absorbed my olfactory senses, and that's why I can't smell. And now she can smell all of these dog toys. That, I mean, checks, checks out. out. <laughs> uh, so, I think this is... So, why don't you want her to touch the dog toys, though? Um, just because they probably have dog spit all over them. Okay. Mm. But that's good, though. She's gonna have, like, no allergies. Oh, and... Um, 
Well, hold on, that's not how allergies work. But uh, yes, it is. If you get exposed to all that like dust and stuff early, you don't have allergies. I mean, dust isn't. That's not what comes out of dogs' mouths. You, really? My dog was sick. <laughs> sick, bro. I mean, I think part of part of the issue is uh, that the child's mother has undiagnosed obsessive compulsive disorder and probably also what like uh an anxiety disorder or something like that uh yeah probably something like that you gotta look into all this research about kids living in super clean houses it's not good for them the thing is i don't i don't like wash her pacifier every time it falls on the carpet but i would prefer for her to not shove the dog toys in her mouth or cover her hands in dog fur and spit and then put them directly into her mouth. There are lines. (laughs) Alright. But that's good. So, uh, new stage of development. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. I also had to recently stop her from putting the dog's tail directly in her mouth. I have no problem with that. I think that's fine. It's, it really is a testament to what a fucking chill dog he is that the limiting factor is... Three sacks as opposed to barley. That's true. But I think that's good. You gotta get your, you know, get a little goat spit in there. Yeah, you might want to consider some city germs. You know, like maybe you could you could find like a good like a uh, like a trash can outside of like a Madison Pizza place. Expose her to that. You know, just get all the cultures. I mean, we took her to the playground once. So we're gonna have to do that Wild. more. And I assume that's. Uh, germier than a trash can outside of a pizza place. Probably. That's probably true. The only other thing we got up to was, uh, uh, Lars Gern had a cookout. Nice. Went there and ate some brats and stuff. Um, and it, it raised a question for me. So, someone was there that I'm not certain, but I think is not vaccinated. Did you kill them? Um, it crossed my mind. Sure. Um, I, I guess I was curious, like, what what is the, like, protocol and, like, the what, what manners are you supposed to have? Because part of me wanted to be like, hey, can you get vaccinated? Because my baby can't. And yeah. I, I want everyone... Who, like in the same state as her to be vaccinated, please. Uh huh. But instead, I just didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, it completely depends on what the situation is. Um, cause like, you know, we all have different personalities, facets of our personality, depending on who we're with. So, like, if I was at work, a work function, and somebody there wasn't vaccinated, I probably wouldn't say anything because it's not an appropriate thing to do at work. But if I was like having a party, or something, and somebody came up who wasn't vaccinated, I would give them all kinds of shit, because it's, like, my space, and I can do that. You know what I mean? And what if you were at a a social event at someone else's home? It depends. It depends who's having the event and who this person is. Like, Lars Gern, she seems super nice. I don't think she'd want a whole lot of confrontation styles going on at her event. Yeah. But I don't know her that well. But, like, I don't know. Like, I remember in California a couple times, I uh, lightly roasted people at a couple parties like my friends were having, and they literally fled the premises, you know? So, like... I'm not sure I trust your interpretation of what is lightly roasting someone, because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a couple different things. First, uh, the that poor young woman in our Jewish-Muslim relations Oof. class who... Uh, got to a point where every time she said something would look over at you to make sure you approved. Uh, so that's one of the only <laughs> things in my life I feel bad about. <laughs> what about the time uh, we were at a party and uh, for reasons too tiresome to detail, uh, you had a gourd in your mouth and uh, you just spat it onto some beer pong cups? I feel fine about that. feel fine about that. Okay. I do feel I do feel bad about that girl in that class. I was unnecessarily rude to her. One of my few regrets. Well, you're evolving because I think at the time you did not regret it. No, no, I did not. Um, but so it, it it depends. It depends. I feel like probably at the event you were at, you, it, not saying anything was the right call. 
but I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, I, so it's good to know that because I, I was considering, uh, had you said, oh, I definitely would have dunked on her super hard, uh, saying, well, I'm going to have to get you out here. I'll have to f- fly you out next time I know <laughs> that I'm going to be at an event with this person so you can give her this don't call stunner and then just oh. leave. Oh, no, if I'm on contract, that's fine. A hired killer. I'll show up and be mean, absolutely. Okay, that's good to know. There were definitely times, and that Gord may have been one of them, that I told you that someone at a party sucked. And I was like, we hate that guy. And you were like, oh, okay, I'll hate that guy. And you were just yeah. mean to that guy. Right, and, and I'm, I'm still willing to do that because I haven't grown that much as a person. Right, that's good. Uh, speaking of people I like to be mean to, let's go to probably our last article from BBC.com. Brewdog, watchdog urged to probe solid gold can prize claim. You remember several weeks ago we did a story about how Brewdog was doing a golden can giveaway? I don't really listen when Brewdog talks. <laughs> well, we did, um, and at the time we were like, well... If it's a fucking solid gold can, you would just know when you picked up the case, right? That it was like... Right, yes. And so we were like, that's stupid. Well, it turns out they got around that problem by just plating these cans in gold. And so some of the winners are like, what the hell, man? You said solid gold, bro. And are suing, uh, claiming that um, BrewDog uh, valued these cans at 15,000 pounds, but due to the fact that they're plated, they are not worth that much money. And is there like a... An independent organization you can go to to be like, what is the what is the value? What is the uh, exchange well, rate? I think in the UK you can. Um, there is an advertising standards authority, and uh, one of the people uh, who won these cans has gone to them and asked them to probe whether any um, advertising rules were broken. Um, so. I guess that will probably look into evaluating, you know, their their valuation claim. Brewdog says, Brewdog, uh, let me just quote it here. A company spokesman said the use of the term solid gold was a mistake, but stood by its 15,000 pound valuation claim, saying the estimate was made up of more than just the metal used. So I think they're like arguing that this is worth 15,000 pounds because like it's also a collector's item or something like that. So So you can't even make a claim to the value of a collector's item. Like I could, I could claim that my first edition Machop Pokemon card is worth $15,000, but it's only worth $15,000 if someone will give me $15,000 for it. And they they won't, it's not a rare card. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not a lawyer, obviously. Um, but I, I feel like BrewDog might lose this one here. I mean, they've already admitted that they used the word solid gold in error. Uh, and then somebody else said that they took this can to a jewelry expert, and the jewelry expert told them it was worth 500 pounds. So, you know, I think there's a big discrepancy. And if they're saying, well, it's, you know, it's this valuation is based on some other kind of squishy valuation and not just on the metal, I, I think the winners who are suing really have a case here. This feels like the type of shit you could definitely get away with in the states, but yeah. But the UK takes uh, false advertising shit super seriously, so I, I'm I'm with you that I think this might actually go somewhere. I, I'm eagerly awaiting the follow up in two months when I will not recall any of this. <laughs> okay, I think we can probably hit that timeline. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I am interested to see the, the final episode of our trilogy here with the Brewdog cans. Yeah. Yeah. And look at that. We've been recording for like an hour. I'm exhausted. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, baby boy. And you can, you can take a little tiny nap. Uh, remind us what you had. Yeah, I had way to go, Idaho. No, wait. That's what three seconds right here. Is this any good? It's fine. Um... I had Diebolt Joyo Noel Winter Beer de Guard and uh, I stand by what I said before. I think if anything I've gotten uh, more confident that this tastes kind of like Malort. I think it's just if someone cut Malort, you know, five to one with water. Mm. Uh, <laughs> although I guess this is higher ABV than 
if you cut Malort five to one with water. So <laughs> I guess I would recommend this to people who want a more effective uh, Malort dilution, although I'm sure it's not more cost effective. Uh, oh, okay. right. And I have to put a number on it. And that number is, is 2.1. Isn't there Ooh. just nothing like Malort? Well, I I had a whole beer of it, and you had a sip. So who's hey, the expert as here? somebody who often picks out strange flavors from beer, I'm going to support Sam and his Malort identification here. Well, I mean, you do think that every third beer you have tastes like prunes. Oh, it's in my head. Ever since Zach said it, I can't get it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had Victory's Barrel-Aged Berry Tart Monkey, 9.3% ABV, a red wine barrel-aged sour bread triple with strawberries. There was just so much going on in this beer, but I could taste all of those things that I just mentioned. So Even the monkey? <laughs> hey, we got monkey. Uh, but uh, what was I going to say? You threw me off. But now I'm just thinking about nature's humans. I could taste everything that they mentioned, so I'm really torn. Because like on a did you achieve what you set out to do scale, I think this gets like a nine. But on a do I really want to buy and drink this ever again scale, I think it gets more like a two. So what does that average out to, Sam? Five and a half. No, I know that. I was just kidding. Okay. Um, I'm sure you did. Nine plus two is 11. You divide that by two is five and a half. I can do basic, basic math. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I... I, I, I maybe I'll give this like a maybe I'll give this like a six because I really don't think I would have it again. But it just it does nail everything that it promises, which I think is unusual. Um, I'll recommend this to psychopaths. All <laughs> if right. If you just want if you just want noise on your taste buds, you can drink this beer. I'm curious. We talk a lot about masking booze and how like uh, a, a lot of hop can do it and hot pepper can do it does extremely busy do it this rem- uh, this tasted a little boozy to me but that might just be because it tasted so much like red wine and i have that association you sure. know what i mean so i didn't i felt that this had a an alcohol character um in my personal opinion i can't i can't say for anybody else well i guess every human will have to try it and uh, right into us. I, I guess, yeah. Sam, do you know what you're drinking next week? I think I have a barrel-aged maple syrup beer. Ooh. Sticking with the seasonal appropriateness. You think that's another one that has been in the fridge for six months and I really should just drink? Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, once you try this uh, barrel-aged Brett Tart Monkey... Uh, and want to let us know your review, you can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday, or you can comment on links at BrewsdayTuesday.com. Give me a dollar. Here comes the beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes the shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. Barely keep your eyes open. So sleepy. I know. Have a nice nap. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Me. Oh, I, just, <laughs> I have to go. I have more chores I have to go do. I guess. Apparently. Oh.